welcome to the Ultimate Men's Playbook. I'm stressed out of my mind. Matt, have you ever had a situation where you're just stressed out of your mind? Yeah, I mean, sometimes, you know, stress hits you real hard and it's really tough to, you know, get out of that stressful situation. It's like, when's the last time you've been stressed out? You know, I don't get too stressed out often, you know, but the only time I can think of where I was very, very stressed out of my mind recently was, you know, this recent business project we've been doing, um, you know, over 700 to 800 applicants in my uh, DM on my Instagram within a matter of a day. And me just having to handle all those, you know, prioritize them, you know, meetings on top of meetings, that was very stressful. Well, the challenge is you're trying to get to all 850 and you know there's no possible way you can do it. No, but I'm trying my best to it. <laughs> the fact that I can't do it is what's stressful, right? Right, exactly. So we're gonna talk about that in this uh, this podcast. So uh, being stressed out of your mind, it's could be something that's something urgent that's weighing on you. It could very well be, um, Tons of things that are hitting you at once. Yeah. Sometimes it's a deadline that's fast approaching. Uh, it could be a conflict with someone that really shook you. Definitely. Right? I think the first thing you got to do is, is this stressful situation within your control? Most of the times, yeah. You know, a lot of the times, like for instance, my situation, at the end of the day, it was in my control, but to an extent, if it's so many people in such a small deadline, no, the situation is not in your control, right? You really got to evaluate that. Right. But at the same time, it's a problem that you wanted to have For to sure. have 850 people DM you with uh, the potential to actually make money and serve them. And that's exciting. Most people beg for that opportunity. That's true. That's true. In right. some ways, you know, the stress hits you on in, in different areas that aren't so pleasing, that aren't so desirable. Mm -hmm. Oh, totally. Well, let's talk about uh, situations that are not within your control that stress people the fuck out. So one of them is COVID. Oh, for sure. Okay, man. so people are obsessed with COVID. They're watching the news and the news media is just saying, let's let's just keep telling this story because we have eyeballs on our sets. What's the top of your conversation now? Well, it's more than that. And it's bullshit. It's more than that. You've got this news media saying, if we have eyeballs on our sets, CNN, for example, we're going to sell a shitload of advertising. We change the topic to something pretty, like a cat being rescued from a roof, taught wow. by firefighters. No one's going to tune in. That's what's fucked up. Right? Um, okay, so how much control do we have over COVID? Like, what can you do? You can get healthy, which they don't talk about, but you can get super healthy. All right, you can wash your hands. You can keep away from people. That's the extent that you can do. The bottom line is everyone else is going to be freaking out over COVID. The COVID lockdowns are going to continue being put into place. The government's going to decide that. That's out of your control. Right, but it's paralyzing people. And when it's out of your control, you just got to back off. For sure, 100%. Right, another one was the U.S. elections. Whether it was Trump or Biden, it didn't matter. People who are making money are going to make money regardless. People That's who true. are struggling are going to struggle regardless. And you're going to be happy or upset with whatever decision it is. That's just how life goes. But, you know, I remember I was in my, my old family a long, long time ago. I won't name names, but this is years ago. And they were just absolutely freaking over about the, the Hillary Clinton. Donald Strong Trump. Hillary fans. Exactly. Right? And, you know, that's out of your control at the end of the day. They were crying and so upset that, that she didn't win. Right. And all you can do is you can cast your vote. Exactly. And you can lobby with your friends to maybe uh, get them to to cast some votes, you know, hold up signs. That's the extent. That's the only control That's the you have over it. it. Sure. But to fret over it and make it uh, part of your day constantly throughout the day, checking news media, checking Facebook. It's ridiculous. Um, not worth it. Unless that news has something to do with you, I wouldn't be so, you know, locked in onto it. Yeah, exactly. If you have control over the situation, this is where emotional intelligence comes in. And a lot of people, unfortunately, don't have this emotional intelligence. Um, let's look at the wrong way to handle things. So an example would be something like heavy traffic. 
you get road rage. Oh my God, yes, you're in heavy traffic, you're beeping the horn, the guy behind you is beeping the horn, you're not going anywhere fast. You might fast. be late for a business meeting. You might be like late that. for, you might be running out of gas. For sure. And there's no way off the exit to get some gas and in I know, the cars. We've been in that situation. We've been in that situation where the tank's left. on fumes, man. <laughs> But the point is, you know, I sat down with you one time. You were a little bit stressed. I was for sure stressed, but we both went, look, man, if we end up stranded, we end up stranded. There's literally nothing no, we okay. can do. Well, here's what we can do. We can phone uh, our auto association to tow us away. That's the worst that can happen. Yeah, and it's right? going to happen, right? But what you normally see is somebody rolls up and like, fuck you. No, fuck you. Right. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the guy steps out of the car. The other guy steps out of the car. The trunk opens. A baseball bag comes out. Somebody's window uh, gets smashed. That's like a and Canada's seen Wonderland this shit. and Vaughn. We've seen this. saw that. The guy got <laughs> out of his car and started trying to fight each other, right? Okay. So no emotional intelligence. Example number two, uh, you've got tons of pressure for an assignment. Okay, whether it's a student with school or a person uh, having to meet a deadline for a presentation in business. All right. And what do people tend to do? They need some relief. Say they need some escape. What do they do? They start munching. They go to the refrigerator. They escape. It's like, a, honestly, it's like a fiddle toy at the end of the day. It's like, you know, a stress reliever. You know, you hold the, one of those squish balls, but instead of the squish balls, it's, you know, it's food. Okay, I'll tell you what though. You squish that thing, it gives you a little bit of satisfaction. Yeah. You get a snack that you enjoy, Boy, is that ever nice in your brain and your stomach. And that's why people do it. Definitely. All right. Number three, your girlfriend dumped you. So the emotional response and the logical response, the emotional response is this junk food binge. How many times have you seen that? Oh, over and over again. It happens all the time. Woe is me. I feel bad. I'm going to go for a pizza and some ice cream to make myself feel better. Okay. I'll tell you what that does. If your girlfriend dumped you, and you go on a seven day binge where that happens. I had one guy. Oh my God. I know story. <laughs> you know the story. Okay. So this guy ended up getting a tattoo of his uh, girl on his shoulder. And shortly thereafter, he said, she says, I'm not in love with you anymore. And I gave his heartbreak and I felt so bad for the guy. I didn't hear the guy back from the guy for seven days. He came back after seven days, 40 pounds heavier, which is like, Seven days, 40 pounds heavier. I don't I'm think not, I could do that if I tried. I don't know how he possibly did it. It was ridiculous. In one week, he Imagine completely you put that destroyed his physique. Imagine you put that energy into, you know, getting a better physique. I know. That's I know. Crazy. That extra 40 pounds is not going to attract any next partner, right? Okay. So what is the right thing to do? If you were given an arena to completely transform your body, your focus, your finances, and your family, would you take me up on it? Join the league, leagueofelite.com. All right, so we gave three examples of wrong things to do with emotional intelligence. The right thing to do, number one, is just breathe, slow down, and just say, okay, listen, we're going to assess the situation. Now, there is a movie that we, I think we've alluded to in the past, where in Pulp Fiction, you got John Travolta, and Samuel Jackson arguing in the front seat and there's a guy in the back seat. And sure enough, things go haywire by accident. The guy's gun shoots <laughs> off, splatters blood all over the car, kills the guy in the back seat, and they're panicking. Yeah. They're completely panicking. They are in freeze mode, uh, no emotional intelligence. Okay, they're, they're like dummies at this point. So they call Mr. Wolf. 
And this is the, you know, the coolest of the coolest guys. Right, right Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel comes in and says, okay, you do this, you do this, go wash up, you do this, let's do this. What's the situation with this? And he's like, boom, 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 boom. Complete emotional intelligence. The first thing is you look at the situation for what it is, not what for what it could be, not for the disaster that it might be, not for the, the good situation that might come out of it, but let's look at it for what it really is and just take it from there. 100%. Breathe, slow down, ask one question. What is the best way to handle this situation? Yeah, exactly. And okay. Most people ignore that, right? Right. Oh, they do because they're they're just fretting over the situation. So what is the best way to handle the situation, both short-term and long-term? Okay, so you go to the heavy traffic situation. You're stuck in traffic, you're running out of gas, you're completely late for a big appointment. So what you do is, you pick up the phone. It just makes sense. You pick up the phone and you call your destination. Hey, listen, shit hit the fan. I'm stuck in traffic. It is what it is. I'm going to be an hour late. And you accept the consequence. And you know what they might say? You're done. You're fired. See ya. Right? But at least you have an answer. Or they might say, don't worry about it. We're running behind anyway. We'll deal with it. Nowadays, you can get on a Zoom call on your phone and do the meeting in your car, exactly. like realistically. The bottom okay. line is it's going to happen either way. Whatever whatever you know, the verdict is, it's going to happen. So you might as well face the consequences as fast as you can. Sure. Ask what's the worst that can happen? And if you can deal with that, it's not a big deal. You should be able to deal with it no matter what it sure. is. And then what's the best way to mitigate the situation? So for example, if you needed to be someplace, let's say a wedding, and you miss the, the ceremony part, you can still go over to the bride and groom and say, hey, listen, sorry guys. Do you think they really noticed that you were there or not? No. Maybe not, probably not. Okay, a deadline's coming fast. This becomes a time management issue, all right? Can you delegate tasks? Most times you can, yeah. Sure, what are the minimal essentials that need to be done? Exactly. And we, we faced this the past couple of days, you know, just getting the exact things that need to be done. You know, some tasks a lot of people like to do because they might be more fun or they feel like it's more functional. But sometimes, you know, you have to get you have to do what, what needs to be done. Exactly. I'll give you an example. Uh, designing a website. Yeah. OK, you start a business and you can focus for the next three, four weeks on designing a website. The reality is if you don't have time to get moving with business, all you need is a landing page all you need that's it you need a landing maybe, page maybe one a page. payment page and maybe a payment page you could even do it on the same page exactly you know, two three pages yeah. how quickly let me ask you something how quickly can you put together a landing page and a payment page because we saw the video with russell brunson yeah, yeah. and uh, grant cardone doing it in the air within two hours if you want you know unbelievable graphics i think i could put a, together a landing page within less than an hour i could develop a whole business within less than an hour and not a lot of people are able to do that because they like to focus on the little things that don't need to get done. Okay, but you went to school for computer science, right? No. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> All right, you, you got a Wix account and you put things together, you drag and drop. Yeah, and you can right? have Wix in the corner too, a sponsored ad by Wix, it doesn't matter. As long as you have the website, you put it together, it takes less than 30 minutes. Right. People think that you need to be perfect with this kind of stuff, when in fact what you need is you need content. You need something. Right? You need something. All right, so uh, what are the minimal essentials that you need to get done? Okay, let's talk about the girlfriend dumping me. Well, obviously she wasn't interested. It was better that it happened now than later. Exactly. Right? I mean, it happened, it happened. That's what I like to say. Yeah. So, uh, number one, it's a good time to work on you. 
If things didn't jive, it's probably for the better. Most relationships are going to end up in the shithole anyway. Okay. So it's time to work on you. And I often say this, I know you're kind of young. You're going to be like, Oh dad, I don't know about this. Uh, but the reality is this, I don't think that any man should get married until they can take care of themselves first. Yeah. Financially. For sure. For sure. Okay. And so many can't. And all of a sudden, way. well, and all of a sudden what they rely on is they rely on each other to make things work. And, and that's a disaster. So I highly recommend dudes out there, make sure you can take care of yourself first before you take on a wife and a family. Okay. That's the first priority. Um, so you work on you, you work on your body, you work on your finances, you work on your communication skills, you work on your salesmanship, you work on, uh, um, getting better in, in any area of your life, yeah, for negotiation sure. skills, for sure. that kind of stuff. Um, this is your time. Also, when you get better, it's time to upgrade, find a better girl that better suits your, um, your life path. And then, uh, see, do something that moves you in the right direction. Okay. That might be join a gym. That might be pick up some books, um, network with your friends. You don't have to think about the girl that dumped you. Cause the more you think about that, the more you get no, paralyzed exactly. and do stupid stuff. And that's the thing I like to, you know, tell people to do a lot of friends in this situation, a lot of people in this situation is, you know, distract yourself with something that really matters, something that can make you money, something, something that you meaningful. enjoy, something that is meaningful at the end of the day. Right? Okay. So what happens when the girl calls after it's over? She calls again and again because there's a lot of emotional attachment still happening. Oh, 100%. You sever on both or ends, what? what do you on do? Both ends, you sure. Know, what do you do? You take it for what it is, like you're saying. Okay. So if it was me, for instance, you know, if it was over and over and over and over again, I'd probably shut my phone off. I'll leave it because at the end of the day, their girlfriend dumped you, right? And they didn't want anything to do with you. They see you doing good and they want, you know, they can't handle themselves. I would turn the phone off. You don't need to get into that right now. Right. Uh, personally, this is my take on it. If you truly wish that person well, and you want to move on, and in a, in a clear mind, you say, um, I wish her the best, but I need to move on. And you completely change direction um, and move towards what you want to move towards and focus on that, then it's over. Both emotionally and logically. And you can move on. It's hard though, you know, a lot of guys, you know, I, I know you know a lot of guys who are just like, I need to answer the text there. They're messaging me a thousand times. What do I do? What do I do? Time to turn the phone off and focus on you, buddy, because you know, it wasn't meant to be for a reason. Maybe get to that another time when all your tasks are done. Right. A lot of guys think with their hearts and they're not thinking with their heads. And we had this conversation. You really need to think with your head logically because somewhere down the road, you're going to have bigger problems. 100%. All right. Big rock versus small rock thinking. Okay. Get the critical and vital tasks done first and then focus on the small things. So many people focus on the small things over the course of a day with their daily to-do list. And they feel like they've accomplished a lot because they got a lot of little things done and they were too afraid or maybe procrastinating getting the big stuff done because those were the hard stuff. And by the end of the day, it's like, fuck, I didn't do anything. Uh, and yes. I, that, I paid know, the bills. Sure. Yes. I swept the floor. I cleaned my room. Uh, but you didn't do the things that really mattered the most. The day goes by so fast and you're like, man, what the fuck just happened? I didn't have anything. I didn't do anything meaningful today. Right. And right? you still have that big rock on your list tomorrow. Exactly. It just right? weighs on you. Exactly. So, you know, the best way to do that, you know, we both do it. I know a lot of successful people do it is they have their list. They knock out the stuff that needs to be done immediately, whether it's business, all that stuff. Health is a different story. I think you should be working out and that should be mandatory. Okay. So it's, uh, we're nearing in on 1154 AM here. I haven't worked out yet. It's on my mind now. 
Yeah, me too. I got to work out. If I leave it till six, seven o'clock, it's going to get done. It always gets done. It's going to be a horrible workout though. <laughs> you know why it's going to be horrible? Because you just, you're like, why didn't I do it earlier? Exactly. All right. But that's a big rock. Do you think it's a big rock for a lot of people? No, it's not. But it's a mandatory rock if you want to be healthy and, and you know, live long. Okay. You look at a guy like uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, and I refer to him a lot because I do like the dude. Okay. So here's a guy who, do you think he'd be as successful if he stopped working out? No. 100%. Do you think he'd fall off the face of the earth? Yeah. I Guaranteed. Yeah. He, he'd lose 90% of his followers. 90% of his followers, you know, 90% of his, you know, movie parts are because he's a big dude. He's strong. You know, he's jacked up, right? He, you know, he wasn't like that in the game plan. He's he freaking scrawny. Was he? Oh, yeah. He was pretty strong. He was fit. He was, he fit. was fit. He was smaller in another movie. Yeah. They told him they wanted him smaller. Hollywood, that is. And uh, he looked awful. He looked emaciated. Right, because he figured he needed to be 200 pounds or under to get a Hollywood role, and he and took he's the exact taken it upon approach. himself, you know, to become the biggest dude around, really, really big dude, and and now he's dominating all men in that area. Now, let me ask you something: Do you see a lot of posts of him training? All the time. All the time. Yeah. I, I'm gonna say probably five posts a week on him training, and I can't imagine, you know, that guy's got probably got a team working for him, but he's still, you know, regardless, a busy dude. Well, we saw he's got his own gym in his house. But this time around, I think it was for the movie Black Adam. Is that yeah. what it's called? I'm not too sure, but I, I know think it that was. He was in a trailer. Yeah. He was in a custom trailer with all of his equipment because they're going to cater to The Rock. For sure. All right. So uh, is working out a big rock? Absolutely. Is food a big rock? 100%. Yeah. Why? Why? It's fuel. If you're not right? taking care of yourself, you know, that's the biggest of all rocks. The second, obviously, is the other stuff you got to prioritize what's important. Okay, let me ask you something. What happens when you've got your woman and you've got a shitload of things to do business-wise and um, you're not spending time with her? But she's going to understand. She understands. She's got my back. What do you think happens? Oh, man, it depends. It depends what kind of girl. That's when the, you know, the real girls, the real partners, whether it's a girl or a guy, come out. And, you know, recently I've been in that situation where I'm just, you know, so busy, almost 24-7. And, you yep. know, either your girl is going to understand, give you space and help you with the other stuff while she does her own stuff. One. Two, she actually might help you if she's a real, you know, real one. And then three, you could find out the truth and, you know, she becomes bored. Yeah. You have to meet her needs. Exactly. You got to make sure during that day, if you're super busy and she is supporting her, that you don't take her for granted. She's supporting you. You got to do something. Because exactly. the worst situation is, you've just finished your day and you haven't given her any time of the day, and she's worked for you and that kind of stuff. And you lie down, hey, come on, baby, let's have some sex. No, no <laughs> respect there, right? No but it does there. happen. It does happen. I need some relief. Come on, baby. Right? You haven't met her needs. For sure. And you can see a lot of workaholics where they're making the money. They're making the money. Uh, and you know, the guy's bringing home some money and the girl might appreciate that. But most of them are resenting the situation because they're human beings too. Exactly. They're just as valuable and uh, they're not getting their needs met. And that's not cool. It's not all about making money. It's not all about the body. You want to be a balanced person. All right. So, um, you got to get your daily routine done. You have no time to eat, make time to eat. Take some protein bars, some apples if you need to. Yeah. Right? I was uh, just watching a guy the other day and he's like, you know, I can't get my protein in. I'm going to have this protein shake. It's not the best, you know, source of protein, but I need to do it. So I'm going to do it. And I'm like, right there, you know, just reminds me, you know, like get the stuff done that you need to do.
Right. Oh yeah, I remember going to, uh, I was a principal one day. I, you know, filled in as a designated principal and uh, I didn't have the time. So in the morning, I know this is disgusting, but you do what you gotta do. I went into the local grocery store and I bought one of those ready-made chickens. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I bought one of those ready-made chickens and um, I brought it to work. It was like a half chicken that I ate with my bare hands. Okay, I ripped it open, cut it in half, and I ate it. Okay, and, and that was the extent of it. It was nothing fancy. I had ten minutes to eat. I ate half a chicken. Do what it was you barbaric. Do. You got to do what you got to do, right? Now, obviously, in other situations where a little more busy, a protein bar and an apple might be a little more sophisticated, right? No time to train. No time to train. That's bullshit. Can you let me ask you something? Can you put together a crazy workout where you're completely destroyed in five minutes? Yeah, for sure. All right, we're talking jump squats, push-ups, sit-ups, uh, burpees, that kind of I stuff. Mean, our, five our minutes test, straight. Our five test alone is, is almost, you know, if you do the three parts of them, it's eight minutes, two, two six minutes. You're talking about chin-ups, two minutes, push-ups, two minutes, yep. squats, two minutes. Um, sorry, chin-ups for as many as you can do. Yep. We're talking about two minutes of abs. squats, push-ups. Okay, so eight minutes of activity. Okay, you do that, no you rest, you will be burnt out. You will have a full body exercise. I could do that right now and have a better workout than an actual workout. And you're working your entire body. Seriously. If you pushed it, you could do it in 10 minutes. You'd probably throw up if you did it properly. If you did it in eight minutes. Yeah, but I don't have time, minutes. Matt. I don't have time. I don't have time to train. <laughs> Bullshit. No, Cut it in half. Yeah. Do one minute, one minute, one minute, one You'll minute. You'll still be taxed. You'll still be taxed. Of course. Is something better than nothing? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, no time to drink water. I don't know what to tell you, man. You know, honestly, sometimes it does cross your mind. You're like, holy shit, I forgot to drink water. Right. Get it on your list. Start familiarizing yourself with water. All my clients are starting to realize I don't drink enough water. They're starting to hydrate. They feel better. They look right. better. Yeah, likewise. I noticed that too. I had the biggest problem with drinking water. It was coffee and diet Pepsi. And now you you can see it. It's 10 to 12 glasses. I'm full. I feel good. Sometimes it crosses your mind. I won't lie. You know, even me, I drink water all the time. One day I was like, I forgot to drink water. I can't believe it. Make it a part of your day. You'll feel it at the end of the day if you don't drink water. Yeah, I agree. And even if it means uh, programming your phone to get a reminder, for sure, I don't think man. there's anything wrong with that, right? If you need to make it a habit, um, highly recommend it. So, how about this? You know, the next day is going to be crazy. Can you plan your day the night before? Lay out your clothes, fill your gas tank the night before. Yep. Um, have your breakfast ready to go. Have your lunch ready to go. Maybe get some tasks done earlier. Yeah, in the evening for the next day, do, right? right? So the load is less the next day. It's planning. It makes sense. I know um, back when you're in high school, you didn't just show up to a game. You studied your opponents. Yeah, you had to. I know uh, Coach Martin was really big on that. He'd get you guys a playbook. Here's the guy you're covering. Here's a, a bunch of stats. It was some more than footage. detailed. It was more than detailed. It was more than what we needed. And that was why we had a winning record, you know, like 27, oh, and, extremely three, successful. 27 and two. You guys were extremely successful because of it. It had to, a lot to do with the fact that you guys were willing to learn. It was the culture that Coach Martin created. It was uh, the system he had in place and the diligence. And he had a, a team of people working to make sure you guys put your best foot forward. That makes sense. You don't just show up to a game. No, no. And when the teams did show up to a game, your opponents, when it ended up happening? 
you your backups had a lot of playing time. A lot of playing time. Because, because the game was, was over in exactly. three minutes. It was, it was over in, in two minutes because we already knew exactly what plays they were running. We already knew exactly what their defense was, how to break it, all that stuff, right? So at the end of the day, be prepared. All right. So just to recap, if you are stressed out of your mind, stop, breathe, think, think logically, no matter how difficult that might be. There's a big difference in how you move forward by either reacting or being proactive and just doing that necessary step. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Subscribe, share with your friends, and be sure to check out the Ultimate Men's Playbook available now at Amazon.com.